Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. Welcome back, everybody. Today, if you're listening, that means you would like to know some more about finances, money, and a lot of general things that we should know and probably don't. So you know what? There's no shame in it. Guys, I am definitely would be tuning in today if I wasn't already talking. So let's get into it. Chris, are you so excited? Yeah, I'm really pumped because when I was your guys' age in high school, I knew, well, I guess my mom worked at a bank. So if I ever needed financial guidance, it was nice to go to her. But like for other stuff and like people who don't have that information, like accessible to them, this is perfect. Yes. And today we've got not one, not two, but three specialists here. So we're going to get the cream of the crop, the best of the best here. We're going to get a couple different opinions. And it's just going to be very educational, I think, today. So today we've got Carly Schaefer, Calvin Latimer, and Amber Wiema joining us today. So Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today we are doing a special episode, basically all about money. Because I know everybody, 2020 and 2021 so far at least, has been the age of, I would say, internet shopping and wasting money on things. So we can talk to some people here from RBC to help us learn just basically about money, but about a lot of things as well. I I can let you guys get into it. You can start out by introducing yourselves. Perfect. Well, I will take uh, it on first. Uh, My name is Carly Schaefer. I'm 25, and I'm a banking advisor for the Royal Bank as well as I'm a future launch champion. Um, So I've worked in the Elmira branch for about four and a half years now. Uh, The first two were spent as a teller, and I've been in my current role ever since. Um, Being a banking advisor means that I'm a jack of all trades. I have a general understanding from bank accounts, personal lending, and investing. And I work with a team of specialists here at RBC to ensure that my clients are provided the right advice to achieve their goals. Um, And as a future launch champion, I get to work with youth from a lot of uh, southwestern Ontario and help bridge the gap between education and the workforce, which we know that there's a pretty sizable gap there. Um, Essentially, I get to do fun things like uh, be on this podcast with you all. So uh, a little synopsis of me uh, and I'll pass it over to Calvin. Yes, and my name is Calvin Latimer. I'm a banking advisor as well for RBC and I work out of Lionshead. I've been with RBC for just about three years now and I started off as a teller and I've moved into a banking advisor still in the same branch. I work with Carly as a future launch champion, enjoy many of the pros that she listed and I as well am the jack of all trades. We work with the personal and small business clients and we really look after everyday banking needs and if you're planning for a big purchase, looking down the road for retirement, wanting information about investments and credit. I'm really the person in the branch that you're going to be sitting down with in the office. And would you like to talk about your role a bit, Amber? Sure. Hello, everybody. Uh, so my name is Amber, and um, I am, unlike the other two, I'm not a future launch champion for RBC, but I am kind of within the demographic. I am 29 years old. Uh, so they had asked me to join you guys because I'm in a little bit of a different role than them. I am a branch manager. Uh, So basically, my responsibilities include 
leading my team to success through coaching and mentorship, um, ensuring our clients receive awesome customer service and resolving complaints when they do arise. Uh, I'm responsible for managing my unit's financial status, making sure that we are financially contributing to RBC, um, as well as I am a mentor and a big contributor to my community. Uh, so I am very honored to be able to join you guys here today. Yeah, um, that's that's great. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. So, um, why did you guys decide to get into this kind of your kind of work? Getting getting uh, getting into working at RBC and working with uh, finance and, and and at a bank. Funny enough, um, most of the people that I talk to and colleagues included is. Um, for myself, uh, I just sort of fell into it. It was something that, you know, I needed a job, I needed to pay some bills, uh, and got hired as a teller, and then really found the fact that every day is so different, and we really get to spend our time helping people. Um, really kind of solidified that career path for me. And while the future always looks different as far as what career I'll find myself in moving forward, um, it really is that that piece about helping our community and helping the individuals in our community thrive and succeed. Um, so I fell into it, but uh, I'm planning to stay in it <laughs> for the long haul. Nice. And uh, I know for, oh, sorry, you can go, Amber. Yeah, I'll just go quick, Calvin. So I've actually been with the bank for uh, 12 years, or it'll be 12 years next month. Um, quite a long time. I was 17 when I started. Um, very much so just fell into it. I happened to know somebody at the bank that they were hiring and she said, hey, like, why don't you try this? Uh, I was still a kid and had no idea what I was getting myself into, but it was the best decision I could have ever made. Um, and I highly, highly would recommend jumping into opportunities you don't know what you're doing because I learned a lot. And here I am uh, 12 years later and I love it. Yes, and I know for myself, I wasn't really too sure what I was wanting to get into in life. All I knew is from a young age, I wanted to wear a tie to work, and I really liked numbers. After school, I kind of fell into a job at the bank, and one thing led to another where three years flew by, and I enjoy coming in and seeing all different scenarios each day of what we're doing to help clients. And it is a very rewarding job. And that's one of the big things that I enjoy about it. I think the common denominator there is that we didn't find the bank, but the bank, the bank found us. <laughs> the bank found you guys. They found the right people. Nice. <laughs> Does any of your guys' like, um, educational background sort of relate to the bank specifically, or is it more broad? Actually, that's a really great question. Uh, for myself, uh, I actually don't have a post-secondary degree. Um, it was a really good opportunity. And I know RBC was really good as far as the hiring process is pretty much anything these days can be taught. They're really looking for people who have the interpersonal skills in order to create re relationships with our clients um, that they're actually willing to overlook. And the fact that you don't necessarily have formal education or training um, and you actually in this profession, I find at least where I'm working is that I didn't need that post-secondary. I didn't feel that I was coming from any place less by not having it um, because they're always willing to teach you what you don't know. Yes, and for my educational background, I did go to school for business for two years, 
only because I wasn't too certain what I wanted to do in life. So I took a general business course and a lot of the learning that I found that I'm doing in the bank is more related in programs outside of my post-secondary education. So for education aspect, it does relate, but I would certainly say there's lots of learning out there that you can do outside of post-secondary learning. Mm -hmm. And for myself too, I came in obviously quite young. Uh, I did not have any post-secondary education. Um, and I've had the opportunity through RBC to take on quite a bit of education as far as courses and licensings as I've moved through my career. So RBC really will support you um, even if you're you know, coming into it with that background or wanting to pursue a background within RBC, the very supportive organization that way. Absolutely. I definitely know I have two certificates under my belt as far as uh, financial services um, that I wouldn't have had um, before I started working at RBC. So uh, to support Amber's comment, yeah, they're definitely uh, here to support and there's always new ways to learn. So. Well, wow, that's, uh, that's really cool, you guys. So um, the reason why we're here, so I want to, we want to talk about um, financial literacy 101. So I know there's a lot of, I've, I've seen this a lot lately with a lot of young people or people just getting out of high school or who are in high school, um, wanting to almost have like a class for uh, finance. Cause like, I know that there isn't really in high schools, there's not a class about, you know, how to save money, different bank accounts and all that. So um, you guys are the experts. So tell us all about, you know, um, financial literacy and what that means. I was gonna say, how much time do you have? Because <laughs> we can go on and on and on. As as um, all three of us are long-winded individuals. So if you yeah. have a couple hours, definitely we'll tell you all there is to know. Um, and I think that it kind of pairs down to the question that you had asked us previously is just things that you should know about the bank. Um, and to start that off, I would just say that the one thing that I would just tell everybody is we're not as intimidating as I think what people think we are. Um, I know when I was quite a bit younger, I never went into the bank if I could help it. Um, I always used the ATM and I was just, you know what, I was afraid of asking dumb questions or looking stupid. Um, and there's really no need for that. It, we're all people here and we all really enjoy helping others. So I would just state that the first thing of finances is talk to your bank and don't be afraid of them. And further to that, Carly, um, I just want to add that, you know, we we are what we call a relationship bank. Our job is not simply just to, you know, pay your bills. We are here to get to know you, to build a relationship with you, to help you reach your goals. That's that's what our day in and day out looks like. We are really caring people that want to support you. And all banks are the same. Our goal is to help you reach what you want to with your life, whether that's, you know, going to university or going on a scuba driving trip somewhere. Um, we are here to help you. Yes, and to build on to that, Amber, as you said, we are here to help you reach your goals. And one great thing to start that is by having a regular savings set up. And your future self will definitely thank you for having a savings plan organized. But it's not only a good practice by paying yourself, it gives you a wider view of options in your future, whether you want to go on a trip, you want that new gaming station, or you could be in a tough spot and you have an emergency fund built up. And especially when we look down the road for retirement, you're going to notice that when you start saving early and regularly, 
with the interest earned, your money's going to be doing a lot of the hard work for you. And by mentioning retirement, as well, it's great to talk with your bank when you're looking around life transitions, because whether you're going to school, getting married, buying a home, you have a loss of employment, or you got laid off for the winter, or even expecting a new one, there's so many life changes that happen, and they create a change in cash flow and can change your goals. And with these life changes, your banking needs may change with them. And there could be more appropriate products or services that you can take advantage of that would suit those new changes and goals more appropriately. Another piece that I'd also like to mention is by checking your account statements. It's something small, but very important because you're going to want to keep an eye out for potential fraudulent purchases that are going through your account. Quite often, there's a set time period where they can look into investigating and getting your money back for those. And another piece is service fees, because as your life changes, your banking needs are gonna change as well. So it's always good if you notice service fees to ask your bank, is there a way to reduce them? Is there another product or service that would be more suitable for me? And to have regular appointments set up with your advisor to keep sure that you're staying on track with your goals. There's one more thing that I would add to just as far as a couple of general things to know about the bank. We aren't just a bank anymore. Uh, we've really expanded what we do, like things like this. Talking to you guys today um, is something that we really take a lot of pride in here at RBC. And I know a lot of other banks are, are very similar, um, you know, getting involved in our community recently over the summer months with, you know, COVID and the the hardship that our small businesses had. Um, we were part of a, a big chain of movement um, called Canada United, where we tried to raise some awareness and funding for small businesses to help support them in this time. Uh, we offer, um, you know, different kind of scholarships. Uh, we have entrepreneurship programs. We have um, farmer programs. Um, we have a lot of things that we do that aren't your typical kind of bank things. Um, you know, we have discount programs. So you can save money when you're doing your shopping. There's a lot about the bank that you may not know. Um, and we would love nothing more than if you came in and asked it or do some research online. Everything is posted online nowadays. I would say to pare that down to like the five basics, ask all of the dumb questions you can think of, form that relationship with us, start young, check your accounts. And you know what? This is not the bank of your grandparents. It has changed. So I would say that kind of sums up those five items there. Well, speaking of kind of dumb questions, I've got one. So <laughs> it's ahead. been explained to me before, but I still just have trouble with the difference between a debit and a credit card. Like I know it's a big difference. I just need to figure out which is which. <laughs> it's actually you know, a common question. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn, you're not the only one. Uh, that's actually a fairly common question that we get, especially for youth that are starting out. So thank you for being brave and asking that. To put it really simply for you, a debit card uses the money that you already have and a credit card uses money that you borrow for a period of time. The really nice thing about a debit card is that you can't spend more than you have. So if you're trying to work on a budget, the debit card is going to be the way you want to go. But the nice thing about a credit card is that you can, first of all, build up your credit by using it. And I'll dig into that more in a second. But it also gives you a cushion of time to repay for purchases that you need to make and may not have the funds for right away. 
we've all been in a situation, you know, where something emergency comes up, um, you know, we have to <laughs> fix a tire on our car, which recently happened to me, um, or things that you maybe don't have the savings built up for right away or easily accessible. And a credit card could be a fantastic option for that because it gives you a cushion of time that you can repay. And by using a credit card, you also start to build up your credit, um, which is really, really important um, because those responsible uses of credit can help make sure you're set for down the road. Uh, if you go to buy your first house, for example, and you don't have any credit history under your belt, that may be challenging for you. Um, and by credit history, I mean using some sort of borrowing system like a credit card responsibly. Um, so, you know, using it and paying it off um, in a timely manner. It's really, really hard um, to build up your credit. It takes a lot of time. So again, back to one of Calvin's earlier points, you know, start young. Um, when you are, you know, 18, 19, come on in, let's have a conversation about it. We'll go through what that looks like for you and we'll help get you set up. But those small monthly payments that you're making are really investments into your future and helping make sure that you're going to be set for life. So when you do want to buy that house or you do want to get that loan or you do want to, um, you know, get that fancy car or truck if you're in our neck of the woods, um, it's going to be that much easier for you. Does that help answer your question? That does actually. That does very. That's very. What what is the word? Um, helpful. <laughs> that's very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, so what are five things that youth should know about the bank that they might not know? Um. Well, I think it really goes back to kind of our um our initial when we kind of started off saying that you know what. Um, don't be intimidated by us. Uh, we are just people too. We are all in the same boat at one point or another. Um, so thank you, Brooklyn, for asking a not dumb, dumb question. Uh, we love those. Um, and the fact that we're not just transactional anymore is, is we, people generally don't just come in to do one sort of thing is that we're the problem solvers. We're really that piece to help set your goals and achieve those goals. Um, again, know about the bank, the younger you come in, the, the better we can help you because you have so much more time available to you to start that savings like Calvin had mentioned. Um, the one thing I would also say is that we're always really on your side when it comes to any sort of fraudulent purchases or things like that, um, is that we've got your back and we really wanna make sure that we're helping you through that time because I know the first time something fraudulent happens in your account, it can be really scary. Um, and I always just want people to know that we're on your side. Is it, it? It's happened to me before too, and it, it is frustrating and it can be a little bit stressful. But we're on your side all the time. Um, and then, yeah, like this isn't a traditional banking setup, especially with COVID. We don't see people face to face anymore quite as much as we used to. Um, and there's many ways to bank. I would say that kind of sums that up. Okay. That is, I, I I don't know. I don't know if I have very many misconceptions about the bank. It is kind of scary when you go in there and there's just all the people or there's a big line and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I'm coming in here for. What do I need to make sure I know what to say? Very stressful. But I mean, it's good to know that you guys are not big, scary people in there. <laughs> so another kind of. Sorry, I was just going to say, if you catch me on Monday before my coffee, I might be a little bit scary, but most of the time it's fine. <laughs> So another another kind of like really basic question that I should probably know, but I don't. But um, 
high interest savings account. I'm pretty sure there's a, a couple different ones. What exactly are they doing? Yeah, so I can take that one again for you there, Brooklyn. Um, so yeah, there are a whole bunch of different high interest uh, accounts that I am going to tell you to take high interest lately. Um, but a high interest earning account is a really great option to start to heart. Oh, sorry. Total club there to help you save for your goals, to start saving, uh, or even to just, you know, stash a little extra money for emergency funds or, or rainy days. Typically, the way that they kind of work is you would deposit your money in. Um, and then depending on where you are, either daily or monthly, the bank's going to pay you a certain amount of interest just to have the money sitting in that account. So, for example, let's say that you threw $100 in a banking account and your interest rate is 1%. That means that you're going to get $1 for every $100 you keep in that account for whatever period of time the bank that you are with um, calculates it. The really cool thing about that too is that with interest generating accounts, it allows you to benefit from compound interest, which in really simple terms means that you earn interest on your interest. So if we use the example I used, if we put $100 in, and we earn $1 on that $100 in the first month, the next month, that $100 plus the $1 is now going to earn money again. So now you're going to get a dollar and one cent the next month. And then, you know, a dollar and two cents the month after that. And it will keep adding up for you. So the again, the sooner you put the money in, the more you're going to be able to benefit from it. And interest earning accounts are a fantastic way to start saving towards a goal. Can you have more than one high interest savings account at once? I have four. So yes, oh. you can. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. So um, getting back into your guys' jobs, what are some challenges that comes with uh, your guys' professions? Every challenge looks so different um, because everyone's financial situation looks so different. Um, for myself, I know coming into the bank, it was a bit of a learning curve. So that was a challenge, um, as well as I find that there's a misconception sometimes about uh, being a certain age in a professional workplace. I have had some individuals that um, are looking for that more senior employee than myself because I am a little bit young. Uh, and that sometimes is a challenge to overcome, to get them to trust me because I do know what I'm talking about. Um, but from day-to-day -day challenges between fraud and uh, making sure your investment product suits you and issues with mortgage registrations and things like that, every challenge is different. I couldn't have said it better, Carly. And I know one of the challenges that I faced coming into the employment was definitely managing my day and my time throughout my day because there's only so many things you can do in the hours you are in the office and you're going to want to be helping as many people as possible in the day but you really have to manage your own time which I had trouble with at the start. Calvin I thought at first you said I could have said it better and I was like that's so mean and rude. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for elaborating that good. I'll take that from you. I can say <laughs> no, it. No, you said it wonderful, Carly. <laughs> I'll just sign off now. I'm not needed. <laughs> so, um, as this people is oh bleh, people listening to this po podcast are mainly 
really it's for everybody but this is a question more towards youth so when they're going off and having to pay for colleges and universities would you have some advice for them like any things they should should or shouldn't do in regards to the bank yes when going and paying for college it's a very life-changing time it's a lot a lot of exciting moments mixed with stress and you're always going to want to be as prepared and ready as possible for to have the greatest college experience possible and it's always a great plan to look ahead and be ready start saving at an early age and of course once you know your courses school and costs certainly come talk to an advisor right away about what products would be available to you there are lots of affordable lending products and you can help using those to make your reality a goal. And as well, don't be afraid to ask about grants, scholarships, anything available. There's lots of organizations that have scholarships as well as different organizations with banks, such as I believe Future Launch has some scholarships available as well. And certainly go in and look at them. There's because Another part of going to school is you're going to want to have a budget in place. That's one of the main ones because you're going to have a big lump of money at the start of the year and you're going to have to make a stretch over the whole course of a period. So it's good to divide it up with how you're going to be needing it and have a plan ready to stick to. That's good to know because that I could think about. I just thought about how bad it would be if you ran out of money at the beginning. Like, what are you supposed to do then after that? And I would say that everything takes time. And I know Calvin talked about um, the affordable lending strategies and things like that. And when we were kind of brainstorming a possible answer to this question, sometimes we have people come in and and. And the assumption there is that we can help them on the spot, but different applications take time and we need certain documents and things from you. So um, don't just come in and talk to us the week before you're supposed to go. Come in and talk to us a little bit earlier than that. And again, I'm just going to put in another plug. There is no such thing as dumb questions. Uh, it is, like Calvin said, a really exciting but really stressful time. Um, we are here to help you. Just come in and just ask or cry in our desks. We've had that happen to us. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. We are here for you. All of the offices are stacked with Kleenex, so crying is okay. <laughs> That's so awesome of you guys to say. That's really good because I know a lot of people are, are very self-conscious about you know sharing their their what their financial situation is so um if, it's good to know that people can go in there knowing they have a uh they have a good people to go to about that so um i just got a we just got a couple more questions for you so um we asked this question to everybody who comes on the show um if you could go back in time and talk to your 16 year old self uh what would you tell yourself and um Maybe just to add a, for this episode, um, is if there's anything you could tell your old sixteen year self, sorry, sixteen year old self about finance, what would you say to them? Um, I would say, as far as talking to my sixteen year old self in regards to a career path, I would say it's okay to not know what you want to do with your life um, because. Every experience is a good experience. If it's something that you know you don't want to do, it at least helps you narrow down um, the things that you possibly could do in the future. And that careers these days don't have to last 30 years. Um, a lot of career paths are more 
lateral in the fact that you might change jobs quite frequently over the course of your life. And the fact that you have done that doesn't mean that you're not any less suited for a specific role or a specific job. And from a financial part, I would really tell a 16-year-old myself, do not rack up your credit card because it's really hard to pay it off um, if you don't have the money for it. So definitely when I was a little bit younger, I did not treat credit as it was meant to be used. Um, And luckily, I'm in a better spot now because of the advice I received from my advisor. So um, I would say, you know what, treat credit with caution and be respectful of it. If I were to give my ahead, 16 self advice, <laughs> certainly I would say the same point as you there, Carly, about credit with myself and especially just have a budget in place and watch what you're spending because it's so important that you know what you're spending your money on and where your money is going. And once I found a budget that worked for myself, because everyone's financial picture is different. So once you find one that works for yourself, it really makes a world of difference in the future. So I'll pipe in here a little bit. I mean, I started at 17, so I always say I grew up in the bank. So I might have a bit of a jaded view of finances because I really grew up in it. But I do remember when I was newer um, and being so young and not having any idea what I was doing, uh, I was really afraid to ask the questions and get to understand finances because I worked there and I didn't want to seem stupid. Um, so I definitely would say to myself to not be afraid to ask the questions because if I had learned what I know now back then, uh, I would be further ahead than where I am. Um, and just as far as general advice goes, at 16, life seems really, really rough. Uh, and I was really hard on myself for that give yourself a break, live your life, go through hormones. You're a teenager. That sucks. Uh, It's just part of it. You'll be okay. And you'll come out the other side. And I would say with that is self-care is so important. So make sure even from a young age that you're taking care of yourself. Part of that can be your finances because they can be stressful. And that's one less stress that you need in your life. Um, But mental health is such a huge part. Um, and you, you can't succeed when you're not in a good space to begin with. So take time for yourself um, and do what you need to do because you want to start from a solid foundation. Awesome, guys. So you kind of, you almost touched on it in the, in the last question, but just really quick to ask again, just again, this is for the youth. So some, I know I was talking to one of my friends one time and they said, oh yeah, I don't have any type of bank account. And I was like, oh my gosh. So if somebody was just starting out, what type of bank account should they be getting? That's so funny that you said that Brooklyn, because until I was, I think 19, one of my closest friends, I'm pretty sure she kept all of her cash from tips under her mattress. And I was like, that's insane. I'm like, go into your bank, do something about it. Um, But I think that's a very trick question because we do constantly compare ourselves to other and say, okay, well, so-and-so has this product or service, so I should have this product and service, but it's not a cookie cutter solution. So I would say with caution, do some of your own research, take a look online and maybe see what account works best for you. But for the youth and the students just starting out, talk to your bank about their youth accounts, their student accounts. A lot of the times you can get these types of account packages for low fees and they'll have some interesting perks. They'll offer low transaction amounts to help ensure that you can start managing your finances before opening up to the accounts that have all the bells and whistles. So I would say 
start student student and youth banking and move on from there. But there's absolutely no harm in doing your own research. All of the banks within Canada, they have all of their information online, uh, including RBC. So take a look through and see, okay, does this make sense for me? Does this not? And when in doubt, ask us. That's that's all some great stuff, guys. I really appreciate appreciate you all coming on here and uh, talking about this because it's I feel like it's super important for the kids, especially right before college, when you know finance becomes more and more of a a, a serious thing to know all this stuff. So, um, uh, before we close, is there anything else you guys wanna um uh, talk about or any other uh, plugs or promos you guys got going on you wanna talk about? You shouldn't have opened up that question. Again, we would just delay this conversation by another half an hour and make everybody <laughs> late for the rest of their day. We'll just have to have um, you guys on again. Oh, perfect. Well, that's good. I would just like to say thank you both so much for this opportunity. It's really a passion of ours. That's why we're still here doing this and showing up to work every day, despite everything going on in the world. So thank you for giving us this platform and giving us the opportunity to reach out to youth that maybe we wouldn't have had the opportunity before. So I appreciate all that you guys are doing and having these different podcasts available. Um, and I definitely look forward to uh, at least maybe hearing it or, or making sure that my voice didn't sound super crazy during the recording of this um but thank you guys very much no no problem it's our pleasure um so uh, thank you guys again thanks to calvin carly and amber for coming on um and hopefully we'll talk to you guys sometime in the future i'm sure we will we will talk some more about finance and everything so um thank you guys again for coming on absolutely it was a pleasure talking to you a little bit more uh and hopefully looking forward to uh, getting to know you a better a little bit better in the future as well for sure looking thank forward you. to you as well thanks guys And there's the interview, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you to all the people from RBC for coming on and talking about that. It was really important. I know, um, I know, Brooklyn, you learned a couple things. What did you think of that? <laughs> I did learn a couple things. I probably should have known them before, but you know what? There's no shame in asking, and no, now I do know. So not at all. Like it's it's totally okay to not to know that stuff at that age because you know, like it's just not really taught in schools, which is weird. I feel like, it, do you think it's yeah, in schools, like a lot more like finance stuff? Yeah, actually, because I don't think there, I'm just trying to think now. Yeah, that is correct. I've never in, that's never been talked about in school at all. We're lacking uh, education system. Some, some things I would definitely take a finances course if it was, yes. it was offered just quick semester course talking about finances, all the general things you need to know about being an adult. They can have an adulting course too. I'd take that one. Yes. Oh, <laughs> how to apply, how to get them, how to know what to do when you have a mortgage, all this fancy yeah. adult things, paying off your credit card, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. All the fun, fun adult things. Yeah. All the bills. <laughs> <laughs> all the bills. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you to everybody from RBC for coming on again. We really appreciate it. Um, hopefully we might have them on again to talk some more um, about more specific things with banking and some good info that the youth should know. But um, until then, my name is Chris Hookstra. And I'm Brooklyn Garrison. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay hydrated and chase those dreams. You guys have a good one.